Blue Coal presents The Shadow, a man of mystery who strikes terror into the very souls of evildoers everywhere. Lamont Cranston, a man of wealth, a student of science and master of other people's minds, devotes his life to righting wrongs, solving crimes, protecting the innocent, and punishing the guilty. Using advanced methods that may ultimately become available to all law enforcement agencies, Cranston is known to the underworld as The Shadow. Never seen, only heard. As haunting to superstitious minds as a ghost, as inevitable as a guilty conscience, with his friend and constant companion, the lovely Margot Lane, The Shadow meets up with danger tonight when The Ghost Walks Again. Night. Peaceful night has fallen on a small New England town. We hear the footsteps of two people from the town, heading towards a village meeting, taking a shortcut through an ancient graveyard, when suddenly... Sam! Yes? Sam, look! Up there by the big oak! Isn't that a freshly dug grave? Well, now it certainly looks like one. Odd. That section's been closed off. There's been no burials there in over 200 years. We'd better take a look. Hold the lantern higher, Sam. That's it. Say, that's the grave of Sir Roger Mathis. Now who could have done that? I don't know, but it's a terrible trick. Desecrating a 200-year-old grave. The grave of the first governor of our colony. Whoever the meddler was should... No meddler desecrated this grave! Who was that? Sam, look, walking toward us. His clothes are covered with dust. And so old, knee breeches, powdered wigs, Puritan cap. Sam, look at his face. It's like a death mask. It looks like the old picture of Sir Roger. I am Sir Roger. I have returned from the dead. <gasps> I have returned to save thee and thy village from its sinful ways. It can't be. It can't be. Silence! If either of thee utters a word, I shall run thee through with this sword. What shall we do, Sam? Thou shalt do as I command. The will of Sir Roger Mathis is law. To break it means death. Death! here tonight is this old meeting place. As you all know, it was erected in 1712 by the first governor of this colony, Sir Roger Mathis. And as you also all know, nothing has been disturbed within these walls since that day. The furniture, the paintings, even the ancient punishment stocks and torture presses are all in their original places. Now, some members have proposed that this hall, which has always been a private gathering place for the descendants of the first settlers of the village, be open to the public as a museum, and admission price is charged. This proposition is an outrage! Please, Mrs. Crossman, an outrage, I say. Thou art violating the very laws passed down to us by our founder, Sir Roger Mathis. 
someone go into the next room and fetch the original ruling written in Sir Roger's own hand. You go, Harvey. Yes, ma'am. I shall read thee his document, and ye shall see. Oh, no, no. What is it, Harvey? In the press, the ancient torture press, there are two bodies. <gasps> what? It's Sam and Grace Merrill. They've been crushed to death. There's a note in Sam's hand. It looks like old parchment. What does it say? It's an ancient death warrant signed by Sir Roger Mathis. And that was the night the whole thing started, Mr. Cranston. Oh, that's so gruesome, Lamont. Indeed, Margot. Sheriff, have the state police uncovered anything? Nope. They're as baffled as us, and that's why I was sent to you. Has the ghost of Sir Roger been seen since? Yes, Miss Lane. Many times, and there have been others that have died by his hand. How many? Three. One was found in the stocks, another hanging from the tree that was used for that purpose in the olden days. A third was tied to the ancient ducking stool. We found him in the river drowned. Each one was clutching a parchment death warrant. Have there been any clues at all? Anything that would link these crimes together? Well, everyone who died was in favor of opening the old meeting place to the public. I see. But that only strengthens people's belief in the ghost of Sir Roger. They say this is his vengeance for proposing such a move. Aside from the ghost of Sir Roger, who was opposed to the opening of the meeting place? Quite a few would vote that way. The leader of the faction is old Silas Crossman. Was she present that first night when the bodies were found? Yes, yes she was. But you can't suspect her, Mr. Cranston. Old Silas is one of our leading citizens. Her family was one of the founders of the village. Tell me, Sheriff, this ghost of Sir Roger, just where and when has he been seen? He's always been seen in the old meeting hall, usually at the hour of midnight. Very well. Then we shall seek out the ghost of Sir Roger Mathis this very night. I don't think the ghost will ever appear. The evening isn't over yet, Margot. Not frightened, are you? No, of course not. I mean, not very. Listen. Midnight. The hour for the ghost to appear. Sir Roger! Sir Roger, if you are within the sound of my voice, I defy you to show yourself. No one answers. Give him time, Margot. Give him a chance to. Lamont, listen! That did it. He's heard me. He's coming. Give me that flashlight, Margot. Here. Who called me? Speak up! Who summoned Sir Roger Mathis? Look there, Lamont. I did, Sir Roger. That face, it's not human. Why art thou here? We've heard a lot about you, Sir Roger. The fear you've created in this village. Thou art fools! The fates of the others will be thy fate as well! We have no fear. Come ahead. Begin your destruction. I am most curious to learn your powers. I select the time for my revenge. I see. Then you are not going to harm us tonight. Is that it? Very well. If you won't come to us, then we shall come to you. Stay where thou art. I warn thee! Come on, Margot. We're going up to meet Sir Roger right now. Hurry, Margot. Up these stairs. 
Well, Sir Rock, he's gone. But where? I have chosen not to meet thee at this moment. Where's the voice coming from? Listen to me, both of you. He must have gone through a secret panel. Thou hast defied the law of Sir Roger Madness, and by my sword, thou shalt die for it. Stay tuned. The Shadow will return as The Ghost Walks Again. The Shadow fights to protect the world from crime using his mind control techniques, but even he would be jealous of the products and services offered by Alpine Security and Electronics. Keith Eccles and the team at Alpine Security and Electronics protects the people and things you love most through technology. They provide burglar alarms, video surveillance cameras, professional monitoring, and smart home technology, all for your protection and security. Their smart devices allow you to control not only your alarm system and cameras, but can also be set up to save energy through smart thermostats and smart electronic outlets to turn off lights and appliances that aren't in use. Alpine Security and Electronics also provide video doorbells so you can see who's at your front door. They strive to be a one-stop shop for all your security and smart technology needs. Their core values guarantee a positive working experience, so contact Alpine Security and Electronics today at 970-565-1120 or visit their website alpinesecurityinc.com. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> Alpine Security and Electronics proudly sponsors MCHS Drama Radio. And now, we return to the adventures of The Shadow. The next morning, Lamont Cranston and the lovely Margot Lane return to the town meeting place to try to discover the origin of their mysterious visitor of the previous night. The hall certainly looks different in the daylight, eh, Margot? Sure does. Did you say anything to the sheriff about last night's encounter, Lamont? No, I thought it best not to mention it to anyone for the present. We do know, though, that Sir Roger proved himself to be a very human ghost. Yes. But who he is, and what his motives might be, remain to be discovered. And how he got away. Yes, that's what we must find out right now. We're looking for a secret panel, I think. You start at this end, Margot, And I'll look down by the speaker's stand. If you find anything suspicious, call me. Well, this panel seems solid enough. No sign of any... Good morning. Oh! Sorry, I didn't mean to frighten you. It's alright, I didn't hear you coming. I'm Edward Darrow. And I'm Lamont Cranston, and this is my companion, Margot Lane. Oh. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. The sheriff tells me you've been trying to track down our elusive ghost. I'll be relieved if you succeed. Why is that? Well, I'm more or less the leader of the group who wished to open this meeting hall to the public, and most of the rest of the group has met death at the hands of the ghost. You feel you might be next? Yes, sir. Have there been any attempts on your life? Not yet, knock on wood. Although my aunt probably wishes there had been. Your aunt? Silas Crossman. She heads the opposition group. She's plenty sore at me. I see. So... Have you discovered any clues to the killings yet? Not yet. We were just looking around in here. Having heard of the ghost, and knowing that all good ghosts use secret passageways and such, we hoped we might stumble on one. Say, perhaps I can help you. 
How? Well, I'm to be in charge of the restoration work in this hall if it's ever open to the public, and I have a sheaf of the original plans at home. Oh, could we see them? Sure. I could bring them back here by tonight. Oh, by the way, I trust no word of this will get back to my Aunt Silas. She might... well... We shan't mention it to anyone. Thank you. Well, until tonight. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. Margo, I think it's time we investigated Mrs. Silas Crossman. I'm going to pay a call on her right now as The Shadow. your letter writing, Mrs. Crossman. Who are ye? Where does thy voice come from? I am right beside you, Silas Crossman. Don't trouble yourself to look for me. No human eyes have ever seen me. I am called the Shadow. What brings thee into my house? I am in search of a ghost, Silas Crossman. The ghost of Sir Roger Mathis. And I believe you know all about him. Uh, I know nothing more than the others. Why are you opposed to the opening of the old meeting hall? Because that hall belongs to only those of the village. For hundreds of years it has been that way. They shall not desecrate an ancient tradition. Those are the same words used by the ghost of Sir Roger. I am aware of that. People aren't going to continue to believe that a ghost did the killings in this village. They will soon know that a human hand was responsible, and their suspicions... Silas Crossman will fall upon you. And why me? Because of your behavior, the way you live, the ancient relics in this house, the quill pen you write with. In your speech, you use the antiquated thee and thou, just as the ghost of Sir Roger does. That proves nothing. You're wrong. The evidence alone would be enough to convict you in a court of law. Now tell me, what do you know about these killings? Nothing! I I know nothing! Very well. I have given you your chance. Let me warn you, Silas Crossman. If you are the killer, you will pay for your crime! Lamont, do you think Daryl will keep his word? I believe so, Margot. Good. I shouldn't like to spend any more nights in this eerie old hall. Well, if everything works out as... Listen! Could it be Sir Roger again? We'll soon find out. Hello there. Sorry I'm late. Oh, it's you, Mr. Darrow. You gave us quite a scare. Sorry, that seems to be a habit with me, doesn't it? Did you bring the plans? Yes, two sets. Here, take one. Thank you. I think we better go right to work. We can each start at one end of the wall, Mr. Darrow. Miss Lane, perhaps you could stay with me? You see, my eyesight is rather poor in this dim light, so I... I'll go with you, Mr. Darrow. Thank you. Here are the plans, and here's my flashlight, Miss Lane. Just call out to me if you find anything! We can start right here, Miss Lane. Do the plans indicate anything? Well, there does seem perhaps to be one thing that could be right about here. Mr. Darrow, look! This panel moves! Why, so it does. I'll see if I can get a hold of it. There. Why, it's opening. We must call Lamont. Lamont! Shut up! Let me go! If you're so anxious to meet Sir Roger, I'll take you to him! Let me go! Lamont, help! Margo! 
You go. <laughs> Where are we? Where have you taken me? A secret compartment beneath the meeting hall, known only to me. Let me out of here. <laughs> Cry out louder if you wish. No one will hear. These walls are made especially thick to muffle any sound. They had a purpose in building them that way in the olden days. What do you mean? This room was an ancient torture chamber. Look about you. See the press. The spike-studded pit. Excellent for entertaining, don't you think? Then, it was you who has been impersonating Sir Roger. Correct. But why did you bring me here? See the fire I have started in the forge? See the white-hot branding iron I placed in it? Why? Why are you doing this? In the days of the Puritans, they had a very satisfactory method for dealing with meddlers. They branded them upon the forehead. No. No! Soon, young lady, you shall feel the searing agony of that branding iron biting into your flesh! You're mad! You won't feel the pain too long, because I have another treat for you. The press. The torture press! Keep away from me! Drop that iron, Mr. Darrow. Who was that? Release the girl. Let go of my arm! Let me finish my work! There. Your work is finished, Mr. Darrow. Who are you? <laughs> I am the Shadow. I'll put an end to your career of torture and murder. But why did you do it? Why did you kill those people? Because of my aunt, Silas Crossman. I hate her and all she stands for. But now I've had my revenge. She will be blamed. She will be held for the murders. What makes you think that? Because none of us are leaving this building alive! Watch out, he's tipping over the fire in the forge! Don't do that, Darrow! It's gone now, Shadow! Look! The flames are already licking up the walls. This old hall is a tinderbox. It'll burn in no time! The fire is catching all over the room! What are you going to do now, Shadow? We are getting out of here. Go to that door at the end of the room, Argo. If we can get up to the doors, we have a chance to escape. Hurry! <coughs> Hold on to my hand, Margo. The smoke, Lamont, I, I can't see. We've got to keep going. We should be near the door. Lamont, the smoke, I... Margo! Uh. I'll carry you. We haven't far to go. <coughs> Only have to make it to the door. The door. Wait, wait, this is it. I found the door. Margo, we've made it. Of flames. Yes, we got out just in time. Any sign of Daryl? No, there's no hope for him now. Look! In the belfry of the meeting house! Someone is standing up there! Lamont, it's Daryl! Yes, look at him! He's waving his arms! This is because of you, Shadow! He's shouting something to the crowd! Lamont, he's going to jump! Turn your head, Margo. The Shadow, 
The Ghost Walks Again originally aired in 1941. Our production under the direction of Savannah Story starred Zane Clapp as Lamont Cranston and Lily Sander as Margot Lane. Music was composed and recorded by Jaden Cruzan. Featured in tonight's cast were Arlisa Stepp, Emmy Beckler, Amber Hebbard, Kira Meeks, Mia Jeremiah, Grace Shepard, and Jaden Cruzan. Roman Winslow was the stage manager, and Nicholas Sander was the sound engineer and creative supervisor. Thank you for joining us as The Shadow Reveals the Truth That Crime Doesn't Pay. This is Simeon Erlinson speaking. You're tuned to MCHS Drama Radio. Join us next week as we bring you a classic episode of Buck Rogers and the 25th Century. MCHS Drama thanks our local radio stations for supporting us by playing these radio dramas. We hope you are enjoying listening to them as much as we are enjoying creating them. We are excited to announce our upcoming fall production of The Crucible, the true story of the Salem Witch Trials in 1692. In order to accommodate the pandemic, we will be performing our play at the brand new stage at Montezuma Park on the corner of Montezuma and Market Streets on November 13th, 14th, 20th, and 21st at 7 p.m. and November 14th and 21st at 2 p.m. Bring your lawn chairs and blankets to enjoy Arthur Miller's classic, The Crucible, Under the Stars. If the chilly fall weather is not for you, we will also be streaming the performance online at the same time. Tickets and streaming passes are available on our website, mchsdrama.org. MCHS Drama hopes you enjoy the remainder of our radio dramas through October and plan to join us in November for The Crucible at Montezuma Park. Thanks for listening.